With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. And welcome to the first episode in a new series, ladies and gents, of The Hangover. So yeah, it's less than 24 hours after the events at the Etihad, where Liverpool took a point. So in simple terms, we're going to be talking through our gut reactions, what we're feeling, the content that's out there, which I'm sure you've all been trying to feast on like we all do, the week ahead and many other things. Let's just see where we go on this. So, there is only one place to start, isn't it? So, let's go back to the Etihad. A 1-1 draw. Haaland scores for City, but a late equaliser in the 79th minute by Trent Alexander-Arnold gives Liverpool a point, which you, you look on people, and I get, and the, the, the boys on Raw always do a fantastic job, and I liked a lot of what they said. The one thing I, for me now, even now, after the reflection, and we've all seen the content I come back to, is the Etihad. We'd have taken a point at the Etihad. They are the best team in the league. Whatever we think of them, we think of a lot of things of them, let's be clear. They've won 23 out of 23 up to or before yesterday. So a point is a good result. Also, look at the big positives. The resilience of these boys. 
you, you can't argue against like this Liverpool 2.0 and just the pure minerals, the pure cojones on these boys. Let's be honest. I mean, they sometimes they play terribly. They didn't play that great yesterday. Luton wasn't the best performance to miss chances. Really poor in parts. Luis Diaz does it late. Wolves, 12.30. The narrative had been written, hadn't it? Look at what happens. Yesterday, again, even as they start the second half well, but it kind of faded out a little bit, didn't it? And there wasn't that much coming from the forwards, truth be told. Let's be honest, the forwards didn't really shine by any means yesterday. There's a couple of chances you look, they could have done better. You also look at the fact that Mo Salah didn't have a shot. Yes, he played in Nunes, but he didn't have a shot at the Etihad. You know about his goal record. Did he do enough to get him close? Probably a discussion that's separate, isn't it? But even with that in mind, Trent does the business. It's that resilience. And then look at Newcastle away as well. Down to 10 men. The Darwin madness. The one thing you cannot say or you've got to love about this team, whatever you want to say, whatever you want to put it, the minerals, the cojones, outstanding. Outstanding. And that's what we've got to love about these boys. So, probably the person's performance to talk about, first of all, Trent Alexander-Arnold. And I've seen loads on this. There's a real mixture of different things. I'm sure you have online, on Twitter, on all different things. You can make your argument how you want on Trent yesterday for me. I mean, let's start from the headline. Let's start from the top. That goal, that strike is sensational. He's absolutely sensational. What probably isn't getting talked about enough, when Salah plays that ball to him, which gets him an assist, it's not right into his path, people. That first touch is world-class. I know people are striking. The strike is brilliant, don't get me wrong. It's such a small gap through legs, such a you know, tight spot. It's, it's absolutely sensational, the strike. The touch is unbelievable. It really is world-class. If he doesn't have that touch, he doesn't get the strike away in a split second. The space isn't there. So don't underestimate just how good that goal was, but especially the first touch. I'm sort of pretty built a statue for it, to be honest, but there should be more on that. And that is the headline, people. That is the headline for him because there's only a, so many players have the ability to do that. Let's be clear. That's why we love Trent. And everyone who's saying things about the negativity around his performance, which there is in parts, you know, you've got to be honest about that. We all love him because of what he can do. And that was an unbelievable example. And the praise should always be as loud as the criticism. On the other side, the truth is there. You know, we, we all saw it. The first goal, really poor from him. Really, really poor. Not the best from Zabozla either, to be honest, isn't it? As Nathan Ake, you know, that, that great, terrifying attacker, just kind of waltzes through them before fi firing in to Haaland. But really poor. Doku's a beast. I think Doku, if we look at it, if we're honest, you'd probably think, and there's a bit of Liverpool fans that could that have been the man in replacement? What you know, that that sort of lurks beneath. But that kid is terrifying. He really is. And he's gonna give many a right back a tough game. He has given many a right back, as we know, a tough game so far for City this season. So he did okay. I thought at, at times he didn't do well. He got dribbled past at times. I thought he was standoffish. Could he have been more aggressive? There's always going to be that talk over Trent's defending. 
there always has been, hasn't there, by the major pundits. And it's gone on for a while, this now. There's probably not been the increase in his defensive abilities that we'd hope is great, however you want to put it. Maybe this just is it now. And that will obviously flourish in the defender versus midfielder. Where's his position? How All that type of debate. Who knows? Who really knows? But a couple of big pundits, as I said yesterday, the defending should be the easiest part of this game to improve realistically. And you would like to see it get better, but but who knows? But he was dribbled past. At times, though, he would it off Docky a few times. You know, I can just take things in isolation. Things aren't mutually exclusive. Under pressure, he played a beautiful ball, long raking ball to, to Salah, which, you know, ended up being a throw for us. But it really did have a bit of everything Trent's performance. There was the sublime, there was the world-class. There was decent ticking it over at types of things. There was the damn right poor at times as well. You know, there the really was. It had everything. So you can make the narrative, but we love other players for the magic they can produce and that type of thing. So we can enjoy that. And when, probably when we're watching highlights, it's mainly that goal that's going to be on repeat more than anything else because we did look blunt, blunt at times, didn't we? especially that second half. It wasn't one for the attackers. Salah, like we say, didn't have a shot. Jota, nothing really too much before his injury. Bits and bobs had chances, possible, not even half chances, let's be honest, as we're saying it now. Nunes, yeah, that one where he's played through and as it was said at the time, and it's true, a good first touch and he's in, you'd hope with the confidence. The one where... Zabozlai lays it and he's kind of falling away and hits the side netting. I mean, that's an absolute half chance at best. The one where Salah squares him in, you think, yeah, go across the keeper. And, and we've got, you know, listen, we've got, we've got hopes for, for Darwin. You know, he's a, he's a cult hero for obvious reasons, but yeah, you wonder if he goes across the keeper. One of those games, okay? One of those games for the, the forward line. That That's the biggest thing to say. And then the other thing, which will probably... I don't get ignored, that's too harsh, but look at Costas, look at Joel Matip yesterday. Matip especially, I thought he was superb. I thought it was a, he got a yellow, but there's a few clips on no context Matip, you know we'll come out with his reaction, but dealt very well, covered very well down that hour right, their left-hand side, especially if won a few against Doku, didn't he? But made some good blocks at key parts, and importantly... There was only one time, and I mean one time, where the sort of composure left him early doors. But apart from that, he was pretty composed alongside Virgil. I just think made some great tackles, great blocks. That shouldn't get ignored. Costas had a good game overall, especially from a defensive point of view, which, you know, usually you, you do the trade-off that that left foot cross, etc. I mean, his corners were shit. Trent's corners were shit. That was one thing to say. Christ, I don't know why we've got all these good set-piece takers, apparently, or good corner takers. No, we don't seem to use a boss lie. But that aside, Costas, very, very good defensively. I think that's fair to say. You know, Foden's always a danger and he's going to cut in and he's got a good record against us. But just on, on those two alone, I think it's important to say fair play, definite pass marks. Probably the overriding feeling, which as we look ahead, you know, as you, you sort of in this hangover nature, the injuries. Yeah. If Alisson's out for a long period, that's a, a big worry. And it's easy to talk about Alisson because it wasn't his best game by any means. He'll, you know, the nature of him, he'll want to forget it quite quickly. 
The foul is still a foul. Didn't we have a soft a foul on the keeper? It's a foul, so let's just leave that one there. For all that he didn't do well, and you know, the past stuff, Foden probably got the angina spray out for all of us. But at the same time, he makes a couple of brilliant saves, especially that one from, from Haaland that keeps us in it. You know, you've got to remember that even on one of his worst days, look at what Alisson's doing. You know, everyone loves the man. We know that he is world-class. It just wasn't a great day. If he's injured for a while, I find the idea of Kelleher better than the reality that every time I see Kelleher, this is not a dig at him. He's not a bad player. But you look at Toulouse, there is an error in him. You wonder about one-on-ones. And in the simple terms, which is maybe something he's not guilty of, Kelleher is not Alisson. If we really, really hope this is just a a twinge, a couple of games, something like that. Fingers crossed, Christ. I don't even care if just in the interim, Virgil has to come back and take his goal kicks. We do not want Alisson injured for a long period. The man is world-class. Whatever happened yesterday, you can ride it under what you want. He still made some brilliant saves. You know, if anyone gets a pass, it's Alison Becker for yesterday. Simple as that. Jota, yeah, felt his muscle as well. So hopefully again, it's it's these December fixtures, isn't it, people? Like the, the fixture list goes crazy. I mean, even this week, which we'll talk about, we go Lask and then Fulham at home. But the games run thick and fast, don't they? The Sheffield United one away soon enough. You know, we have trouble against the Dross away. We know that. I'd like to put that to bed, which you'd be hopeful, but, you know, you look at Luton and that type of thing. And then you go all the way to, to Christmas as the games just flow, don't they? And then especially that that kind of crescendo that we reach where we get Newcastle and Arsenal, real rivals for top four title, whatever you believe. But, you know, big teams coming to Anfield. There's just so many games. Jurgen Klopp's talked about it before. This is such a key period. Not for one second is anyone thinking, you know, we're we're doing all right with injuries. Let's be clear. We know how this can work out. We know we had a really good, strong bench, especially, which we used against City. But this is not a period to start getting them. And especially Alisson and Jota. You know, Jota's our second top goal scorer with eight. Let's not dismiss that either. Yeah, there's a bit of tension for that this week. This will probably define how we see it as a, or play a part in how we see it as a good or a bad week. But looking ahead to this week as well, people. Two, uh, I'd say big games for different reasons. People will probably dismiss that, but I say big games for different reasons. Listen, last get home. If you win this, the group is done. We should have been done. We were abject against Toulouse, weren't we? But if we win this, the group is done. And the last one becomes a bit of a dead rubber, which isn't the worst thing with the way the fixtures are. Let's be honest on that. The only nerves I've got and what makes it a big game is because of that, there's skin in this game, but which you didn't want them to be. We wanted this one to be a dead rubber. Because there's skin in the game and because of a few injuries, there's a little nerves from me that you might see a stronger team than you'd probably want or probably suspect. I would not be surprised if, uh, if Salah starts. And there's a rotation, don't get me wrong. Diaz, Gakpo, there's quality there, all that all that type of thing. But And Gravenberg will probably start, although will he? Who knows with... Curtis Jones, but I suspect he will. It, there's a, there is rotations, there's endo, all those types of things. But 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. He's just getting towards that busy period. There was two gone yesterday, you know, just maybe it's the nerves, maybe I'm completely wrong, but this is the idea of the hangover, just the 24 hours or so later. And then the Fulham game. Fulham are an interesting one, aren't they? They're kind of not having the best of seasons. So you'd hope almost like a bit like Brentford, they come to Anfield and, and falter a bit, shall we say, but... Who knows? It's just one of those weeks. And I know people are looking at performance yesterday and thinking, oh, I'd like to have a great performance against Fulham. And I get that. Liverpool do look a little bit of a different beast at home and they are away. I mean, we always concede away. A City, I know, is different. You'd expect us to concede there, don't get me wrong. But we are different at home. We are a different beast. So it would be nice, I get, to have great performances in both, go strongly forward from there well into December. And I get that. I would honestly trade not the best performances for no injuries. You might think I'm harping on about this, but it's this busy period. Liverpool don't want to be just picking up knocks, muscle strains. Like it, it looks like they are sort of the, the hammies, as it were, and people are going to talk about travel and all that. And I get that for Alisson, but I take it's just about winning. Just put the points on the board. Performance be great. Don't get me wrong. I love not saying I don't want that, but no injuries. Points on the board, that's what the next week is about for me. That is honestly what my gut tells me. And also, there's a couple of things today, if you're sure people will be watching. Interesting fixtures. I mean, Arsenal got a, a bit of a jammy late winner. So they'll, they'll go top. You know, Villa-Tottenham, that's a fascinating game, isn't it? Tottenham got a few losses. Villa abject away, but two good teams in different ways. It will be fascinating to see how that goes. You know, Liverpool should still be in the, the top four, whatever, by tonight. But regardless of almost of what happened with Arsenal and Spurs a little bit, and Villa even today, because you, you put them in the mix for the top four, we got a point at City. So that's a big thing. Look at the ones we've chalked off, people. We've chalked off, you think, Chelsea away, Newcastle away, City away, Spurs away. Look how much of the top bit of the table we have chopped off away. Even Brighton, a tough place to go. And I know probably the, the dross is where we have our troubles, isn't it? But you'd hope that will be dealt with, especially, I know my that Sheffield United one's coming in my head, especially after Luton. It, it feels like a good one just to put to bed that area. But we'll see. We'll see what happens today. Maybe the big one that we're all looking forward to, Everton United's guy going to play crowd noise, aren't they, to, to drown it out. This is one of them ones. You, you want a game where both teams to lose. I know there'll be some thinking, you know, look at it either way. Probably maybe a draw's the best result, to be honest. It keeps 
they have well in there. United, I don't think they're genuine rivals for Champions League. That's just an honest opinion anyway type of thing. But yeah, you don't want to see really either team enjoying it too much. But it will be fascinating to see how that goes. So yeah, big week for us. A lot happening. Naturally, there's going to be questions to start to move things in towards the, the transfer front and that side. One big shout I do want to give on this, as I should do, is to the Travelling Cop. I thought they were absolutely superb yesterday. It's 12.30 at the MTR. It's a stadium, a solar stadium with little atmosphere cracks. They tried to put the things on the, the flags, however they are, the banners. All feels a bit familiar, this, doesn't it, to, to try and build it. But I don't care if it's 12.30 in the morning at 12.30 at night. It's, you know, it's not a stadium with an atmosphere. We all know that. And, you know, I'm sure the attendance is registered 67 million thousand, whatever it is. So it's one of them. But you heard that travelling cop. You heard them singing, even at the bits where we weren't great yesterday. Harinda, the boys, everyone was there. So big, big shout out to anyone was in that travelling cop. As always, they are magnificent. So, yeah, there'll, there'll be other things coming up this week. People as well on Anfield Index. We've got David Lynch as normal. We've got Dave Hendrick doing his normal daily podcasts. So there'll be a few others which will tee up. There'll be a couple of roars this week as well, naturally, at the same time. So plenty going on. But otherwise, people, enjoy your Sundays. Enjoy your family time. Enjoy the football. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy whatever you're doing. And that was the first episode of The Hangover. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.